Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Zack Snyder is one of the most divisive filmmakers in the world of genre filmmaking. So in this episode, we rank his entire filmography from best to worst. Along the way, you'll get spoilers for every movie in Zack Snyder's directorial filmography, as well as George Romero's Dawn of the Dead, 28 Days Later, World War Z, Troy, Love Actually, Immortals, The Cell, 300, Rise of an Empire, Lord of the Rings, Van Helsing, Mighty Ducks, A Series of Unfortunate Events, the Frank Miller graphic novel The Dark Knight Returns, I Am Legend, and the Terminator soundtrack. We spent the last two episodes talking about movies made by a gentleman named Zack Snyder. And unlike uh, some of the more butt-headed, jerk-faced people of the world, a bunch hey. of us actually really like... Jerk-headed butt-faces. Yeah. yeah, those butt-headed butt-holes, butt butts. <laughs> butt <laughs> manchas. Jerky jerk-jerks. Those whole butts. <laughs> we actually, uh, at least a bunch of us... Really like Zack Snyder quite a bit. So I'm Josh. I like Zack Snyder. Liam is here right now. Buongiorno. How do you feel about Zack Snyder? I like Zack Snyder. You like him? Yeah. Buddy of yours? You know, yeah. Could yeah we're, you know, we're buddies. Okay. Chuck me down for buddies. Matt Hughes is here tonight. Hey, guys. And you like Zack Snyder. Hey, Matt. Hey, hey. It's great to be here. Yeah, I like Zack Snyder. I put him in like my top ten directors. Wow, that's Whoa. high praise. Mm, high so praise. it's like a desert island director scenario. Like, what directors would you take with you to a desert island? Desert island, I'd probably leave Snyder off because I just get so depressed mm. if I was watching Snyder movies on a desert island. Like, well, I'm just gonna kill myself he with a coconut. Like a, I wouldn't be depressed. He's nice looking though. He could yeah. keep you company. Yeah. yeah. Oh, physically he'd be there. Like we'd be hanging out. <laughs> just, yeah, I'm bringing mean, he, him. To oh, <laughs> I, I thought it was like I had his filmography, not like his physical presence. Well, you could sure, talk yeah, about I'd hang out with Zach. And be like, <laughs> man, tell me about all those choices with the owls. You're a nice guy. <laughs> oh, you're the Zack Snyder. Yeah. I just thought oh. your name was Zack Snyder. Yeah, I didn't know you did the owl a movie. Coincidence. Weird. We were on the same boat. <laughs> um, off <laughs> off the shore of this island, Patrick is here. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I'm a big Zack Snyder fan. Like Matt, I love all his movies very much. Okay. Tyler? Yeah, big, big Zack Snyder fan. So how about Patrick. that? No. Oh, <laughs> sure. They about to fight. Physically, that is true, everyone. Tyler is a lot taller than Patrick. Let them fight. No, they don't know that. What they, they do now, I told him. <laughs> if you look He's at the lying. pictures right next to each yeah. other, you'd never know That's on true. the website. So you it don't clever know. Let the mystery continue. Who's taller? <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> um, it ain't Patrick. He's short. We thought that it would be fun to take Zack Snyder's filmography and rank them from best to worst or worst to best, however you want to look at it. So this evening or this episode, we're going to be talking about which Zack Snyder movies are the best and why. You're welcome, Internet. Yep. Yep. Get ready. If Finally you, doing it. If you haven't seen all of Zack Snyder's movies yet, this is going to be the occasion on which you think, dang, I guess I got to go out there and check out Owls of Ghoul. Uh, me a at this point, he only has seven films that he has directed, so that's not a lot to watch. Get out there and, and just do it. Yeah, just he, do it. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, that's all, I guess. That's yeah. all the motivation anyone needs. That's Shia LaBeouf's new catchphrase. He's, he took it. It's no longer Nike's, now it's Shia LaBeouf's. Yeah, screw Nike. That's Shia LaBeouf's. Shia LaBeouf. Quiet, quiet. <laughs> 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 so how do you guys want to do this? Do you want to just go through his filmography, beginning with the first film, and then sh- 
Yeah. Like we did with Tarantino. Say yeah, yeah. Start from the start I think from the that's a great plan, and we definitely didn't talk about that before we started Perfect. recording. Well, the whole thing <laughs> began back in 2004, more than a decade ago, with a remake of George Romero's beloved um, Dawn of the Dead. Now, Dawn of the Dead was a sequel to George Romero's Night of the Living Dead, and for reasons unbeknownst to me, it is probably his most beloved and most well-known of the George Romero Living Dead yep. movies. Dawn of the Dead centers around a group of people hiding in a mall from a bunch of zombies. Zack Snyder comes Mall zombies. He gives this new interesting take on the Dawn of the Dead mythos by one, making the zombies fast. Other than mm-hmm. 28 Days Later, this is the first time we'd seen the whole like running, snarling, jumping thing going on with yeah. the zombies. It's always been a thing with zombies is are they fast or slow? But were Zack Snyder's zombies the kind that the newer to being a zombie you are, the faster you are? Like the, if you start oh, decomposing, like you, you slow de- down. You degrade and your yeah. speed slows down? I don't know. Who I don't knows? think, I don't I think hate the fast film zombies. is that. Yeah, me too. Fast zombies suck. They're, so they're too fast. Mm. They're too well, I mean, the, the whole point like of the, the zombie... zombie days later ones. Well, yeah, they're well, just but, more like rabbits. they're rage. Are, yeah, they're, they're rage, yeah. yeah. Do these zombies... Are they able to achieve physical uh, heights <laughs> greater than? Are you they asking? Were able? Are they like World War Z zombies? No, like like if if you and I, Matt, went out on yeah. the street and had a foot race, yeah. and you became a zombie, would I still be able to outrun you, or would you be heightened? Would you be able to? Oh, run do faster? I get like some kind of super like zombie, zombie speed because I don't like feel pain and I have like yeah. yeah, I think like the adrenaline kick, zombie adrenaline kicks in. We're like shoot, thirst. man. But could like I outrun that. like a big fat zombie? <laughs> sure, <laughs> surely. Hmm. Well, one yeah. thing that no one could argue with is that like him or hate him, it actually was an entertaining and pretty scary, intense take on Dawn yeah. of the Dead. The great thing about it is that he didn't try to just make the same movie. He just took the mall idea yeah, and then did something the completely different. We got Ving Rhames. It was great. Ving Rhames. <laughs> yeah. He was in there. Ving Rhames. <laughs> big old Ving Rhames. Could big old Ving Rhames outrun a big old fat zombie? We don't know. Does don't he know. need to? No, he could just intimidate him with that <laughs> Does he voice. need to? With that deep <laughs> voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, what'd you guys we think of Dawn of the Dead? Evil. Where would you put it in your Zack Snyder top seven? I, uh, I remember watching Dawn of the Dead, but I watched it uh, after seeing 300. I didn't see it when it came out. It was just, I was watching it by myself one day and I, I watched as the credits rolled and I saw Zack Zach Snyder's name pop up and I went, Oh no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. So I, I love 300. This is a, this is a Zack Snyder thing. And, uh, honestly it made me like the movie more after that, but to give it a fair review, having not known Zack Snyder had made it whilst I was watching it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought it was very entertaining. And it was, you know, it was kind of a crazy balls of the wall zombies in a mall. <laughs> Good one, man. That's the tag. And, the, and these are fat. Are these, fa- these are fast zombies, right? That was right? unintentional. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You just couldn't even get through it. I, 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 I couldn't. Yeah. I didn't do that on purpose, but it was it's great. It's a real right? thing. I'm so yeah, glad we okay. had that. Yeah. I love uh, those Romero movies a lot. Um and I went into this not knowing if I would like it, but I liked it <laughs> better than the Romero one, to be Uh-oh. honest. Uh-oh. But Shocker. High praise. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead's a good time. I, I don't like the fast zombie thing, and I thought that it was going to be stupid since I'm a, I like the Romero movies as well. And then I left being like, well, that was fun. I mean, 
It's like a thrill ride type of thing. They snarl, they bite. There was guts. What? What are we doing? I mean, you know, it's you can't really complain. For these reasons and more, I'm just going to come out the gate and get this party started by saying that I like Dawn of the Dead a lot, but I rank it number seven. And number seven, what, bottom of the pile. Nonsense. <laughs> no, it's not nonsense. It's sense. Rebuttal. Many sense. What you got yeah. to say to that, UK? Yeah, UK rebuttal. Uh, I'm too tired. I don't care. Fine, put it at the bottom. Be wrong. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Josh, rebuttal. <laughs> um, I'm that not is wrong. really low. I'm not wrong. Okay. Where'd you put it, Tyler? Movie. Where'd you put it? Uh, I've got it at number four. God, four? dog, wow. you got a way up That's the too high. No, nope. you like it. Tyler's right. Uh, I got a number five. Solid number five. That's too low by one place. <laughs> <What was your laughs> reaction? <laughs> oh, come, come on now, Tyler. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. Number, number four, please. It's too high, man. <laughs> no, it ain't because that's where I've got it. Number five? Number four. No, number you're four. too low. Tyler's right. And Liam, you haven't seen this one yet. Yep, this, so this I'm uh, it's bottom of the pile. This is your Jackie seven. Brown, man. This, this is, is my Jackie Jack- Brown, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably Sorry? be at the top. Yeah, he'd be like, well, number one. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> just for spite. <laughs> um, Zack Snyder's career took a huge turn when he put out one of the highest grossing R-rated movies of all time after Dawn of the Dead, the phenomenon that became 300. Man, I can't believe that that was it. It was just Dawn of the Dead and then 300. That was an enormous leap for Well, Zack think about Snyder. it. At the time, no one knew 300 was going to be anything. It was an unknown comic property at the time. No one gave a crap about Frank Miller's 300 book. And they were going to do it R-rated, so it probably right. wasn't going to make money. And the actors, no one cared yet about Gerard All Butler no or Michael, Michael Fassbender, Fassbender. None of those guys. And it was weird. And it, it was, was so weird. It was weird. It was kind of riding on the tales of Troy at that time. Yeah. When did right. Troy come out? Was it a year or two before that? Uh, it was years before that. Years? Yeah. Oh, no. Years? Was, was Troy, Troy the was last? Troy was 2004. Was Troy the three, last? It was two years before. Two years before. Mm. So, so years. it came out after Troy. And I remember... Loving Troy. This is what 2008, 2007, ah, 2006, 2006. Man, Troy. It's only and two years later. And Gladiator was 2000, 300 right? 300 was 300 was 2006. Okay. Troy was, so was 2004. Four. Great. Right, right. Troy is Got just it. a steaming pile of crap. Troy, it yeah, bad. it's it not great, dookie. but for what it was, it was pretty exciting and unique. <laughs> I liked uh, it. Wolfgang Peterson. So when 300 came out, I saw the the preview for 300. For 300, I thought, are they doing this again? Are they just trying to? capitalize on the success of troy what are they trying to do who is this guy what are they what that's what i was saying what is happening why are they doing another one of these movies and i went to the theaters reluctantly with a friend of mine thinking yeah sure it'll be fun we'll go see it whatever and like in the opening scenes it like blew my mind (laughs) and i couldn't even i couldn't even handle what was happening throughout this movie that by the end of it i was watching the credits rolling thing and holy crap i want to see that again well you see that trailer the trailer was stunning too i mean this new kind of filmmaking all together i was like i gotta see this yes but i think that the world wasn't ready for 300 at least not ready for like that trailer when i watched the trailer mm-hmm. i thought what is this bizarre like mm-hmm. over exaggerated dramatized version of troy that they're creating mm-hmm. and when i finally saw it played out in the film it made so much sense to me and it just for mm-hmm. ha- forever has destroyed any <laughs> gladiator type film well, that sure. come before and it, it became mm-hmm. snyder sure. became like a household name yeah. because of it or his style yeah right. and that right. changed culture like all oh, of a sudden yeah. people are like 
I was doing the 300 thing. Yeah, like, it's so interesting that uh, that I had a similar experience uh, in Liam with um, the trailer when that trailer for 300 ran before some other movie I was going to see, and it like starts off kind of gradual, and they've got this Nine Inch Nails song just like you yeah. imagine playing over the uh-huh. trailer. And it's just visual, like the, in these oh, intense yeah. visuals that you're you're not even getting a, a, a super strong semblance of what the plot is yet. Uh, and you're just thinking, well, whoa, whoa, yeah. what the heck? It's like <laughs> the footage of the, the oracle dancing and the wolf yeah. in the snow and all this stuff. The kid wolf fighting the, the snow, man. Kid, yeah. yeah. And I Freaking remember wolf in the snow, and he comes back and he puts down a helmet and it's just that crazy. The music uh, playing. Yeah. yeah. The music yeah. was great. So well, that, that and like people were reciting lines from the trailer. Like it was like, like this is madness. This is Spartan. Yeah, Kicks the dude into the Spartan. eternal pit. You're, but people were just like, yeah. well, this is what I want to see this again." And we I'll, just play it over and over. I liked it because I grew up reading Greek mythology, and oh, I was like, oh, shut up. Up. I'm a huge oh, freaking God. nerd, and I'm really up. excited to see just a get film version of, of the uh, Hot Gates of Thermopylae. Yeah, this is the first movie I saw on a real IMAX. Oh, hey, that's a good, a that's a good way to go. Yeah. 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 Huge. I saw it at Harkins Theaters in Arizona. <laughs> Wasn't quite as good as I Lame. The, but the, go back to that trailer. When it played before some movie I was seeing, I was at the movies with my mom, and I remember her turning oh, to me after that trailer ended and went, she goes, that looks cool as crap. <laughs> <laughs> mom. And I was thinking, it, it really did. Whatever that was, I wish I, we were watching that now instead of whatever <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. was it was a such a groundbreaking movie that films that came after it tried to replicate his style. Yeah, yep. Ugh, and I those guys were buff. That. Man, what an amazing so many thing abs. He did so many abs. Because Zack Snyder, it, it seemed like, and I hate to speak for him, but it seemed like his commitment to just accurately represent the, the graphic novel visually right. yeah. just translated into something really groundbreaking that people were like, wow, it's just right. really gorgeous. And it's really even like the color treatment that he oh, yeah. used yeah. like is straight out of the page. And you know, it's great mm-hmm. to see Carl from love actually in those golden underpants as <laughs> King Xerxes. That's <laughs> yes. a treat. That's true. Every, <laughs> yeah. every year at Carl. Christmas when you I watch love, love actually, actually, I'm like, Oh, Xerxes. There's Xerxes. Oh, yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's but good. <laughs> that was pretty solid. Uh, Leonidas. The, the style in which he was shot where it was sped up and then slowed way down and you'd zoom in and then you'd zoom out. Yep. And that crazy transition of all of that cinematography became in a way almost kind of like The Matrix. Where totally. It, yeah, yeah. It, mm-hmm. it was a new style of filmmaking and it kind of created a style for Zack Snyder in a way. Because, you know, you look at like other directors you look at Wes Anderson all his movies are so uber stylized mm-hmm. everything's symmetrical everything's sure. desaturated and uh, Zack Snyder created that same type of thing for himself mm-hmm. right. yeah. yeah yeah and the and even after it had come out people were hungry to know more about like well how'd they do that and you're starting to see these production right. shots of them on in private like enclosed sets on green screens with just wheat (laughs) (laughs) or, you know, nothing real at all. Right. And we were all blown away by it. Nobody was going like, Oh, screw them. That's Phantom Menace level. No, not at all. We were like, well, it's amazing. (laughs) They've like, it's this new technique that they've done. And I remember it's, it's so fascinating because, um, like Tyler was saying, everything that came after that, that was even remotely similar. People were like immediately weren't having it. Like, Oh, they're just trying to be 300 in 2011. This movie called, uh, immortals came out by this art director, Tarsum Singh, who had made 
the the cell with Jennifer Lopez. Which is a great movie. It really is. And then he had made this other art movie, The Fall, in 2006. And he has a similar visual aesthetic to Zack Snyder. But since he was doing this gladiator thing, everyone in the theater, this trailer comes on and people are going, No! That's trying to be freaking three hundred. Get out of here! You know, like, and uh, they're, they're trying to protect three hundred. Yeah, because right. yeah. Zack Snyder had drawn this line in the sand visually and be like, "No, this is my thing. This right. is what I well, do." Well, and really, even with that, with that story, this is and Snyder. so obviously, so obviously, like executives were like, "Oh yeah, let's make money off this thing that Snyder did. So let's set movies in like." Greek and Roman times and do that same style and everything fell flat because that's not how good movies are made. They're not made by copying like the beat and the tone and the premise of other movies. They're made new like Zack Snyder did with 300. Like even the second 300, Rise of an Empire. What was that? A hot hot mess. A hot Disgusting, dookie mess. <laughs> but what I uh, one star. What, what what I also loved about Three Hundred was the type of storytelling. Uh, obviously, we're us as an audience. We're we're listening to the the narration essentially of yep. a survivor of the original Three Hundred. He's telling right. the story to a new generation of soldiers. Uh, but it also even further back, like we're hearing it in our modern time, kind of the legend of the 300. Totally. And it's just like this epic battle that as it's told and like passed down through oral tradition becomes almost larger than life. And I love that he managed to capture that concept of this epic legendary fight where these, these bold 300 stood against a tyrant. And everything is huge, and the monsters are grotesque, and the pecs are enormous, <laughs> and and the blood is just flowing, and, and fake. the sun is always setting, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's never just lunchtime. <laughs> and it it's made true. it so much larger than life. I thought it was a yeah, brilliant, I'm brilliant with you. way to take. I love the hyperbole. I love that, like out of nowhere, there's like a rhino dinosaur monster, and that. In the orgy scene, there's just like a goat god playing a flute or something. <laughs> yeah. just that dude with like weird like saw blade arms, yeah. that blob man, blood yeah. choppy arm man. Yeah. It was just, mm-hmm. it had one foot just barely in fantasy and the rest in kind of like, you know, everyone went Horror home and we're, show, yeah. Yeah, we're trying to mm-hmm. figure out like, well, what really happened? And from yeah. what we can tell about... You know, ancient history, it seems like something like this kind of happened, but obviously yeah. it would I mean, have been where, where with thousands would, of other Greeks yeah. being there as well, like yeah. not just 300. It's the kind of thing where you guys. you hear like people tell the horrors of this kind of warfare where the arrows, quote, blotted out the sun. But in this in this telling of the story, they actually make the arrows blot out the sun. Right. It's they and take you believe it to that you're extreme. like, yeah, you know they what? Make the maybe that is hyperbole, but literal. I believe that could have really happened. Sure. Yeah, and then that's you're fascinated when you learn that some of the more BA lines in the movie are actually in the account, <laughs> right? Three hundred about like, well, then we will we'll fight, fight in the, the shade, shade or like uh, lay down your weapons, come and get them, that uh-huh. that type of thing. Come and get them. Yeah, what a great movie. So where do you guys rank it? Or we could just sit here and make this a 300 podcast. For me, (laughs) it will if we don't stop. For me, it was really challenging. It it fought, if you will, to try and take that number one spot. But unfortunately, the 300 fell. Ooh, (laughs) good one to number two. Yeah, for me. What? It's number two for me. Number two. Good call. Yeah. I got. I also have it at number two. Wow. 
I have it at number two as well. Wow. 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 I think uh, I asked you first. Show me yours. I said number two. I've already agreed with the general consensus. I put it at number three. Wow. That's right. Gosh. That's right. I love 300. In fact, uh, spoiler alert, I like all the movies in Zack Snyder's filmography. I love 300. That's the podcast. I don't know if it's a spoiler. <laughs> spoiler alert. I um, love Zack Snyder's yeah. movies. Oh, well, now I know about Josh's emotions. This is going to be a uh, divisive thing to say, but I've watched 300, I don't know, maybe five times or something like that. That's uh, about right. Um, <laughs> I, it, it had Liam's such an impact on me in the theater. Like to see it, it was the first movie I saw in IMAX, like Patrick said, and it was incredible we talked about it for like three weeks afterward yeah. everyone swore they were about it. to start working out and all that <laughs> stuff um and then when you know i watched it again and again and it was still great uh i've noticed that the last two or three times i've watched 300 it's still like really fun and still really cool it's not the type of movie where every time i have this like man it's still so great that's i do i, I, I really get turned on but it, it like gets <laughs> You can maybe not. <laughs> That's great. I threw off Patrick's line of thought. <laughs> I'm done. Next movie. Next movie. So for that reason, for that reason, I put it at number three, which is still really high. Okay, yeah, it's really high. I think a lot of the magic with uh, 300 is that the Draw majority of the actors are no names. I, I love. Yeah. I love going into a movie not being distracted by my familiarity with just the distracted actors. by their bodies and, and so Gerard. Gerard Butler coming in and just and that looking that fellow so good. patch fellow was in David Wenham uh, was Lord, in of the Lord of the Rings he was Faramir which for mm-hmm. I cared about he was Van then. Helsing sniveling little assistant he was Van <laughs> Helsing that's right that's right man Van, Van Helsing Van Helsing wasn't great either anyway uh, so, so that 300 okay. after 300 <laughs> was Watchmen yeah. right yeah. yeah and so Watchmen was another movie where they brought in no names and I thought it worked really well oh I thought that was absolutely the right choice yeah so 2009 three years after 300 and then at this point we're all we're all loving Zack Snyder so much we got Zack Snyder hearts shaped pupils <laughs> with him reflecting in them uh-huh yeah. that's a complicated word <laughs> picture <laughs> no but it's true we all had them we all had them guys you know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about you Fact. Yeah. so imagine this you know you're you're pumped on Zack Snyder you're pumped on 300 if you're at all into the world of comic books, even people that aren't into comic books, a lot of them have read Watchmen. Right. Because um, yeah. it's, it's, it's the it's only graphic novel on Times 100 best novels of all time sure. or whatever, right. so it gets a lot of non-comic book attention. Right. Yep. And there's a reason. It's a Just for fantastic. being so literarily brilliant. Yes. Yeah. So uh, this teaser trailer comes out before The Dark Knight, the summer that that film came out. Uh, for Watchmen and at that time it was just like well oh my god they're turning Watchmen into a movie and they were really riding high on everything it was like from the most acclaimed graphic novel of all time and it's like and from visionary director of three freaking hundred and you're going yes guys start doing push right 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 now and let's keep in mind this this movie was something that had been like 15 years in, like, in the waking. Oh, yeah. People have been trying to make this forever. Hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do we do this? Different versions yeah. of the script. Well, Terry yeah, Gilliam had yep. taken a stab I at it at one I still would like to see it's Terry such Gilliam. such a no, I would beloved <laughs> He's awesome. story mm-hmm. with a really complicated story. Yeah, seemingly mm-hmm. unfilmable. To yeah, read the graphic right. novel, you'd be like, this is great. How do you shoot this? It would never be a movie. And there's no, all no. these stories of Zack Snyder carrying that comic book around with him, never wanting to make it because he didn't think it could be done until they told him to 
what they were going to do if he didn't do it. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, nope. let me try. Yep. Fortunately for Zack Snyder, with a lot of the groundbreaking cinematography techniques that he achieved in 300, he was able to translate them into some of those more difficult shots in no Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So by the time the full-on trailer for Watchmen came out, the one with the Muse song mm-hmm. playing in no, it. Was it I Muse was like, or Smashing Pumpkins? Smashing Pumpkins two. was the teaser that okay, he played okay. before Dark Knight. Gotcha. And then the full trailer had Muse. That trailer was so powerful to me. It gave me chills. The yeah. way that it ended with the famous Rorschach line about how he's going to look down and say no. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. Save us. And no, no. Yeah, I was like, yes. Why are you giving Lord, us so many impressions? Like, yeah, this you is are impressions. Fire impression <laughs> Yeah, clearly. <laughs> he was so turned on watching that. <laughs> <laughs> he loves him some Rorschach. So we've well. done we've done the whole episode on Watchmen and yeah. what most of us feel about it. We, uh, you know, we feel like the uh, at least a lot of us here feel like the world was stupid yeah. for not. Yeah. If you're Watchmen. one of the people out there that does not like Watchmen, you. Hate. Let everybody, hate guys, movies. everybody. Okay. Yeah, you, you hate movies. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> I'd never do that again. Let's never do that out. again. Edit I'm that so out. glad we did that. Oh, that was the worst <laughs> was thing so we've <laughs> ever done on this podcast. <laughs> Why did we all follow him? We knew it was a bad idea. I'm, <laughs> just still, I'm just still thinking about Tyler just sat there excited watching 300. <laughs> I'm, I'm just happy we were all holding our hands, <laughs> holding each other's <laughs> hands saying that. What's funny <laughs> is that people don't know we do that every time before we hit record. This one time we just happened to oh we put our hands in and do like the <laughs> yeah. mighty ducks chant yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, quack, quack, quack. we can still do it again so What's we all time love like? watchmen but the real question is where does it rank on your Zack snyder movie list and if you guys were either of you on our watchmen episode you weren't were you no it was not no so it was like us, sarah no. and like ratman give us your take ratman. on uh, uh your quick yeah, tweet ratman. take on watchmen uh well, just like you said with the trailers, I was just like to like. I mean, they're finally making this. It looks like sensational. Like this. Like who are these actors? There's no one like overshadowing it. A very like humble cast, colorful, but also equally dark. Great soundtrack. Okay, watch it. And uh, I thought it was a it was a home run. Okay, him. home run. There you go. Absolutely home run. Knocked it out of the park. Yeah, he did. Grand slam. Grand Slam, Moons Over Miami. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Matt Hughes. I'd say um, it's it's one of, if not the best, comic book movie adaptions made so far, and one of, if not the best, R-rated movies so far. Okay. So you love it. Of comic well. book movies. R-rated yeah. movies? R-rated, R-rated movies of all movies. time? R-rated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This oh, guy. okay. This guy. That narrows it way down. Hey, you? I mean, it's probably, again, much like Zack Snyder's in my top 10 directors, it's probably in my top 10 movies of all time. Yeah. Okay. Man, I got to tell you, I've watched that ultimate cut more times than I... Dude, oh, I got that admit. freaking so good. sweet box set with the hologram mm-hmm. on the front. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's collector's so good. edition. It's so turned beautiful. On. The, uh, the ultimate <laughs> cut so has uh, Black Freighter. Yeah. Where yeah. it cuts to animation and then back to just like in the graphic yeah. novel and you get fantastic. extra scenes well, around the, the graphic novel is all animation <laughs> 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 no true. it's actually not animated it just sits there <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's true. illustration illustrated it's all it's all illustrated yeah. it doesn't move at all yeah <laughs> what are you looking at yeah <laughs> where you do you got, guys you got eye blinded by where do you guys rank Gerard? moon blinked <laughs> one through seven where do you rank watchmen uh i have watchmen at number one yeah. I think Dang it's straight, you do. it's my favorite superhero movie. It's good, Patrick. Uh, I easily have it at number one. 
Excellent movie. The best. Matt? I have it at uh, number one as well. Mm, man. This seemed, I, I expected yeah. this. I didn't think this, didn't, this would be a big surprise. Yeah. Well, fellas, this is not my favorite comic book movie. Okay. All right. But it is my number one. Zack <laughs> okay. Snyder movie. Okay. <laughs> Quick sidebar. <laughs> what's your favorite comic book movie? Superman 2. All right. Okay. Well, that was for a later day, I guess. <laughs> yeah. We'll get back cool. to that. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll, all right. we'll circle well, back I'm around right. on I'm why you're wrong. I'm going to shake things up big time <laughs> and say that I got it at number one as well. Oh, <laughs> man. Man. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Love it. All right. Can't beat Watchmen with a stick. Way to go, Zack Snyder. We'll forever defend you. Yeah. Don't let anyone make you feel bad for such a great movie. Yeah. Well. Because you've done much worse. How else <laughs> would you follow up <laughs> Watchmen, a divisive movie like Watchmen, uh, other than making a kid's movie? That of course. A, a series of, I guess, popular kid's books. That I have never heard of. Yeah. So, what year was it? You it should have done Goosebumps. What could you have done with Goosebumps? Now listen to this. This is fascinating. Watchmen came out in 2009. He made a, a movie every year for the three subsequent, I mean, threes. Um, he went 9, 10, 11. You mean. 9, 10, 11. Yeah. So 2009 was Watchmen. 2010 was Legend of the Guardians. And then Sucker Punch came right after that. But I remember that uh, after Watchmen had kind of cooled down a little bit and I read some production note notice in Variety or something like that about Zack Snyder making this movie about women in this asylum and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, Patrick, did you hear about the new Zack Snyder movie? And he goes, the one with the owls? <laughs> and I go, wait, what? <laughs> and he uh, says, could you say again, please? He's like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like a kid's movie with owls. Kind of like 300, though. I was like, well. No, seriously. Forget, forget what I was talking about. <laughs> Let's tell me, see that. Tell Let's me more about yours. <laughs> Visionary director Zack Snyder's making an owl movie. <laughs> at last. So uh, you, you may have remembered me saying that as I watched Dawn of the Dead, I had no idea that Zack Snyder made it. This <laughs> is the same story with Legend of the Guardians, Owls of Gahul. You just found yourself I, watching I it one saw day? The, I saw the trailer for uh-huh. the movie, and I said, that looks freaking cool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it had that, it had that, it had that quick paced cut to slow motion shot of an owl flying through some rain, yep. and I thought oh, that movie looks sure. cool. So I made my wife go see it, and Sarah, because she's been on the podcast, I made her go see it with me in theaters, and she fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "You want to go see this this cartoon about owls?" I was like, "Yes, can we go see it, please?" And uh, I was spellbinding. I, I was just loving it the whole time. I thought this is a fantastic animated movie while she's sleep next to me but then the credits roll and it pops up Zack Snyder and I'm like you freaking kidding <laughs> so you just Zack watched Snyder it anyway he had no idea he was the on it the whole time I'm thinking this movie's so cool it's so Zack Snyder even the trailer I thought oh that was very Zack Snyder that looks cool I'm shocked and then I thought oh no kidding it's very Zack Snyder it I, is yeah, I'm shocked that they didn't put Zack Snyder in the trailer but then I guess the marketing team for Watchmen is a very different marketing team yeah, than like for Legends of yeah. Gahul Guardians. We went and saw it in the theater just because it was Zack Snyder. And I was like, well, oh, I guess yeah. he's doing it. I, did, I thought it. it just looked cool. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were afraid to attach uh, a director who had created Made an R-rated, three R-rated movies yeah. in a row. I mean, I want to say that's that not I, really I how they market a kids. trailer that actually did mention Snyder. Zack Snyder. Even if that's true, I didn't realize didn't notice yeah so man what a weird thing i I, I, surprisingly even though i'm a fan of this movie and own it (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't really know a ton of the circumstances that led to him getting attached to yeah. direct it or why he thought. No idea. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I'll, I'll check that out. Do you think he was doing this to earn money so that he could make Sucker Punch? Does he need to make like, money? Well, I don't <laughs> I don't fully. Let's Hey, I'm going to admit something to you guys. I don't fully know everything. But <laughs> but my thought it's here... It's good to hear you say that. I know. I know you've been waiting that for a long time, Patrick. Like our whole friendship. My thought is sometimes directors, when they're starting out, have to kind of pay their dues to a studio right. and say, okay, I'll make this movie so that you're asking to make. Just so like sure. Cameron making so Titanic so he can do Avatar. Pretty much. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> gotta pay those dues. <laughs> <laughs> gotta pay those dues, right. Gotta make like bajillions of dollars. Well, didn't Snyder make 300, well, parts so that he could work his way to Watchmen? Probably, like yeah. to show that he had like graphic novel chops. So I wonder if he was like, hey, I want to make this Sucker Punch movie and studios were like, well, we also have this like owl screenplay that we'd love to maybe make some money on. My grandsons would really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. It might exactly. have just been the type of thing where it was like someone had it on his desk and he was just like that sounds yeah, like not? an interesting challenge. I've never done animation. Right. There you go. I've never done anything that's not well, extremely barbaric and violent. Because <laughs> then Sucker Punch has a ton of animation in so maybe he was like well if the studio is going to pay me a crap ton to just throw away some time on this owl movie get my animating no, no, no. I like to think up to lick. I like to think this was his passion project. It was a, it was a labor of love for him. Okay. Yeah, he, he believed in it. And I, I, honestly, I liked the movie a lot. I read he had like eleven different animation teams working on that movie. Okay, that's I, a, that's a lot of I, teams. I, I, could, I have no more the main true or not. The movie didn't. Uh, make I googled it. Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the movie didn't do big business, and people kind of had a tepid reaction to it. Uh, but it seems like recently it's finally starting to. Um, achieve a bit of the respect that it it might deserve. I I read an article recently that um, it Legends was of the Guardians. Yeah, it was okay. It was thanks <laughs> largely it's to got a cult the, following. the mentioning well, on this podcast. Surely. No, it was it was more to do with just the visual uh, achievement of the movie. I read this article in a in a pretty reputable movie blog that was trying to rank or like list the ten most visually gorgeous animated movies ever. And there was a lot of predictable stuff, Miyazaki mm. movies and some of the classic Disney and like a Pixar movie. And it had Legend of the Guardians. And it was yeah. saying like, well, we know that people didn't lose their mind over this movie, but watch it again. What they do visually it's with amazing, the animation yeah. of this movie is gorgeous. It's like uh, some of it. Owls in metal helmets and... Pushing each rain. other on fire, <laughs> pushing each other off branches. It was cool. He sees it. The worst thing about the movie... <laughs> you didn't tell that. me they were wearing little helmets. Oh. They were little helmets. Aww. The worst thing about the so movie is that they played an Owl City song. That was just so like, oh, why would we do what? this? Stop. That's so <laughs> obvious and why would bad. We do? <laughs> it was funny, too, because at that point, I kept feeling like Zack Snyder kept putting these dumb cheese ball songs in his movies. Because at the end of Dawn of the Dead, it, go, it launches into Disturbed. It's like, oh, wow. And then, uh, you know, Watchmen had the, the My Chemical Romance thing on the soundtrack. 300 had this whole new metal thing happen in the middle yeah. Yeah. during the battle. And then That was fantastic, though, on 300. <laughs> 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 By the time you get the Owls of Gahul, it's like, what band has Owl in the name? Yeah. Really? I mean, that you know they Googled that and went, oh, there's this guy. <laughs> Someone Googled Owl songs. Yeah, Owl band names. Oh, <laughs> was so Spotify has suggested this playlist. Mm. Either way, way, I loved it. Where do you? Well, then, where do you rank it? I've got it at number five. Okay, number five. I really liked it. I like all these movies. Owls is number seven. 
You put it at the bottom. I put it at the bottom. Ooh. Yeah, I put I it. I still really liked it. I put it at the bottom, too. Have you seen this, Liam? Um, I'm going to put it at number six. <laughs> Haven't seen it. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what? You assume you'll like Liam, it more you know? than... But I'll be honest. The if, if there was a vice president who would put it at number one, it would be Al Gore. <laughs> That's Stop. a terrible uh, song. Stop. That's as bad as the Al City Gore. song. Right. I like the thing that you've been sitting on that for as long as the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I had to chime in at some it. point. Like, yeah. Dang it. Uh, I got it at number five. Hey, Good right. grief. That's number five. reasonably high. No. Two of us. Two of us. But I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at it. I'll watch it. I mean, you may not have advocates. watched Jackie Brown, but I'll watch this for you. <laughs> I, I keep trying to hey. get my kid into it. and he Jackie l- Brown? He loves animals. Oh. He loves owls. And I'm like, hey, Beck, check this out. Look at this cover. You see this? Owls? And he'll be like, yeah, watch those owls. Put them in. As soon as they put on the battle claws and stuff, he's just like, not in. He's, he He'd rather watch Godzilla. To, yeah, he wants Godzilla yeah. back in at that point. But we'll, we'll, we'll get around to it. Owls of Gahul. So then Owls of Gahul <laughs> makes its rounds in the theater. And then the following year is the movie that I was meaning to talk to Patrick about when he brought up Owls of Gahul and distracted me which was Zack Snyder's Sucker Punch. When the trailers for this thing came around, it was just like, yep, that's a Zack Snyder movie. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, within the first, like, 10 seconds, you're like, oh, cool, he made another one. (laughs) That's Zack Snyder. Doing his thing. One trick pony. Now, Zack Snyder. Sorry. 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 This is your Desert Island director. Come on. He's one of them. <laughs> Three trick pony. He had uh, he had already gotten some backlash. The honeymoon was over after three hundred. Watchmen. There was no way anyone who made a Watchmen movie was going to get backlash. Nope. One way or the other. Yeah. Right. There's people that said, "I hate Watchmen because it was too true to the source material," and others saying, "I hate Watchmen because it wasn't close enough to the source material." I'm really, exactly. I'm really mad about that squid, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'd I want to see a on that big squid. <laughs> um, too much naked blue man. So he took a, he enough. took a break. He Ooh. made Owls of Gahul, and then he came back with something completely original at this point. Some, and one of the only things that he has a writing credit on, which was Sucker Punch. And right away, people weren't loving Sucker Punch. I left Sucker Punch thinking like, well, yeah, there. I guess there wasn't really much of a narrative there to speak of, at least not a traditional movie one that you would <laughs> want <laughs> or hope for. But honestly, I was so entertained um, visually. It was absolutely a case of like uh, style, style over, over substance, substance for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I really like that style. And I'd, I did not think it was as flimsy as the rest of the world. The rest yeah. of the world wanted to say it was just like a screensaver, a two-hour Zack Snyder <laughs> screensaver. I was like, well, it wasn't like the best call. fleshed out story. But uh, I, I still enjoyed it. thought it was kind of fun. Yeah, I thought that there was like a cool story in there. It just we weren't seeing it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're just giving them the benefit of the doubt. It's like, oh, this is a neat idea. It's just like it's not working, but it did look really cool. And all mm-hmm. those things in the trailer you wanted to see, you saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Neat. yeah, I yeah. mean, she had that great battle with a giant samurai monster yeah. <laughs> with the Bjork song playing. Oh, <laughs> I love looking at that. Like I thought. I didn't see it in the theater. I waited till it was uh, on the Blu-ray to check it out at a buddy's house at his recommendation. But I'd never given it a shot because I was like, why is it called Sucker Punch? Like, just because you have Zack Snyder, I'm not going to go watch it. I clearly don't watch owl movies that say Zack Snyder on them. <laughs> why would I watch something that says, you know, Sucker Punch? Uh, but saw it. Still don't understand why it's necessarily called Sucker Punch. But, like, I thought it was a good time seeing a bunch of, you know, Beatrix kiddos flying around. 
chopping animated things up and trying to save themselves, getting some sense of redemption. Uh, for you know, you liked it. Them. I dig it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Give yeah, it the, uh, some give bad things up. about Sucker Punch. Yeah, it's not good. No, I mean, no good. I like it. I mean, this is Zack Snyder's lowest. This is the valley for him. It they, might, it might really be. It's all style over substance. It's like hardly any narrative. Is this now? This is now his still to this day his only original concept album. Everything else. He hasn't made any albums that I know sorry, of. Sorry, original sorry, original concept. Yeah, we're movie. talking about movies. This sorry, yeah, apologies, podcast. wrong podcast. This is his only original content. Yeah. Right. So Everything it, else is it, based on a concept that existed before. Interesting. Yeah. Hey, but let me ask you this. Maybe he just sucks before at writing the, stuff. Yeah, I that I think that might have something to do with it. Before the movie really got into the meat of it, when yeah. you get that montage sequence in the beginning of how those two girls became orphaned yes. with the cover of Sweet Dreams Plan. Yeah. yeah. Were you thinking, hey, this is great. Yeah, sure. Because well, you know why? Everyone loves a montage. Because <laughs> I was thinking at that point, what's wrong with the world? The reviews were already in at this right. point. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this so far, this is terribly engaging. Very Zack Snyder. But that was kind of all that the story yeah, they had. Quick <laughs> yeah. turn. And then it's just her desperately trying to escape reality. Yeah. And dancing you, you and singing sort of around. know what's happening. Right. There's like a parallel with the asylum, but it's not really clear. And yeah, it just it doesn't quite tie in strongly enough to reality for you to understand exactly mm-hmm. why she's experiencing those things. I'm like, okay, I think at this point now there's like a one flew over the cuckoo's nest thing and she's maybe gonna get like a lobotomy. But I did she, she get one? Did she get one no. at the beginning? Or right? Is this all? Is this all? Why like is her John brain Hamm shutting here? down? <laughs> but then she escapes and gets on the bus at the end. It's like a Shutter Island. Don't forget no, that about Oscar her. Isaac. Oh, he's in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Oscar yeah. Isaac. Hey man, wait, who is he again? He's Not the great. evil he's asylum the bad guy. manager. Yeah. yeah, but then why? Why guy. in the end did did. Uh, Little baby, what's baby doll? <laughs> baby doll. Why did <laughs> she say baby. this isn't my story? It's yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, like, this is I'm your like, story. No, wait, it's no, not. it's not. I'm I'm the audience. I paid nine dollars to sit this and watch your story. That's how not, narrative works. <laughs> this is not the other girl's story, baby doll. Now you go get on that freaking bus. Yeah, back to. I don't know where she'd have to go though. Where would Chicago? Well, to according bus. to the bus driver, a long way. Count Olaf's house or whatever no. she was. That's she right. Olaf. Hey, but now she's going to be in uh, American Gods, which is based on a Neil Gaiman book, which is going to be really great. I like her. She's good. Yeah, I think she's, she's a great she's actor. Great she was Lemony Sh- Lemony she was great in Lemony Schnicket. Mm-hmm. That was a great movie. I hope they make a sequel so, to that. Where would you guys rank it? Obviously, some of you have all put it dead last. Yeah, I've got it at number seven. So I've got it last. at number six. Patrick? I have it at number six. Number four. I got it you at number six. You guys have Sucker Punch above... Legends of the Guardian? Yeah, because I could sit down and watch Sucker Punch now and enjoy it with what Guardians. I'm like, eh. No. Come on. Really no, stupid. I'll watch You're it when so I'm so stupid. I'll watch it better. when I make some little people. That'll be my excuse. <laughs> I I <laughs> wasn't a parent. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was a grown tail man just <laughs> hanging out you with my wife. You had the theater all to yourself. <laughs> Back your sleeping that's life. where I loomed. The theater was actually <laughs> full, and it was a second-run theater. Oh, wow. Hmm. So know. people waited. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever yeah. that means. I, yeah. <laughs> I put Sucker Punch at number six above Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead's mm. better. 
You're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead is definitely better. better than well, stuff changed because Zack Snyder got back in the DC Comics game for a third time in 2013 to make Man of Steel. If you've listened to our podcast from a couple of weeks ago, we already had a lot to say. Wait, is 300 a DC comic? About Man of Steel, yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Look it up. It I mean, Dark I've read Horse. it. I didn't, sorry. Frank, oh, was it Dark Miller? Horse? Frank Miller. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. But isn't 300? Oh, Frank Miller, Miller. That's why I was getting yeah. Frank Miller. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, yeah, I he feel got a back little into bit the Frank Miller. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he uh, really likes Frank Miller. Hey, mm-hmm. he, he, that's the okay. Man, the man makes really good comic books. So we liked Man of Steel. Tyler didn't like Man of Steel as much. But where did you all put it on your list? Is the real question. I've got it at number six. Number six. Wow. Ooh. I didn't love Man of Steel. I think that my list is influenced by which films I would most likely pull off the shelf and watch again. And I'm going to watch Legend of the Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. This guy Man, Man of Steel, I, I really enjoyed I really enjoyed Man of Steel. And this is one of those lists where I don't dislike any of them, but I had to rank some at the bottom. Man of Steel is just, it's just down there because it doesn't mean as much to me as the others. I enjoyed... When you have a list Dawn of, of this of seven movies you like, something's got to be at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. and I enjoyed That's Legends the way of the Guardians work. more. <laughs> 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 I put Man of Steel at number four. I also put it at number four. I have it at number five. I also have it at number five. I need to, I need to repent of some things that I've said about Man of Steel in the past. Yeah, you've had some. Uh, bad I've had some really <laughs> harsh stuff <laughs> to a, say about Man of Steel. You've had a conflicted relationship I have, with Man of Steel. Um, and when I I went to see Batman Superman by myself and it was really nice and the beginning <laughs> the beginning part <laughs> retconned some issues that I had with Zack Snyder's uh portrayal of Superman Are you as talking a, about ben a heartless Affleck running yeah, through the streets running through the streets driving his Jeep Renegade um and uh seeing the actual destruction from down on the ground I was like man I think Zack Snyder does care about the little people and isn't a yeah. heartless monster the way I thought he was after Man of Steel if you listen to our <laughs> Batman versus Superman episode before yeah. this I said the same thing that it was, okay. it was a really brilliant move for Zack Snyder to accomplish two things with with putting Batman on the ground in Metropolis one it gave Batman a reason to hate Superman and it kind of yeah made the stories flow together really well and two it kind of made amends for his disregard for all the people in the city and then i mean he flipped the script again and basically told everyone to stop being so whiny when he has perry white say that thing about like it's not 1938 because that was him basically like telling everyone it says all right we're all men still sorry um yeah so i put it at at number five which is higher than i thought but that's a, that's Batman a pretty impressive Superman. that Batman versus Superman managed to pull mm-hmm. Man of Steel up. Yeah. It did. Well, is it, tr- is it true you? that Ben Affleck is actually credited as an extra in Man of Steel that you can actually zoom in and see him in the cr- in the falling no, building? Because he, he wasn't that, even in that far ahead. discussions. No right? Stop stupid, it, stupid, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> no, but there is there is like a Wayne Enterprises on a sure, satellite on a building. And on a building. Right? They they definitely had already kind of laid some seeds for. BVS, DOJ. <laughs> they, I bet, I bet Snyder did that to, for the production studios. Hey guys, did you see that? Yeah, <laughs> that was Wayne Enterprises. Hey, guys, so he's not gonna like, like that. I, I can make another movie if you want. Yeah, me to I make saw this interview with him recently after Batman First Superman came out, and they asked, "How did you guys get to this?" Because obviously, they greenlit Man of Steel two before the movie came out because it's Superman. And he said, "I went to them and said, can we put Batman in it?'" And then they said. 
shared universe. Got Snyder to think, yeah. huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is fascinating because I remember there was a point in uh, when Zack Snyder was doing press for some other thing. It might have been Man of Steel or Pryor at Comic-Con. And uh, Frank Miller was on some DC panel that Zack Snyder happened to be there. And Frank Ma- or Zack Snyder said that it was always his dream to adapt The Dark Knight Returns yep. into a film. And Frank Miller was like, you can do it whenever you want. As if Frank Miller is the one who has Right, he's already. in charge. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Frank. And I remember thinking, oh, man, that now that would be a cool movie. But that'll n- never happen. They've already got a Batman universe at this point. Right. And, you know, it's just it, that ain't never going to happen. But then it turns out something kind of like that has I mean, ve- happened. very much. Like there yeah. were, you know... <clears throat> I'm sure you guys talked about this in the other podcast. There were shots for shots from that comic book in yeah. the movie where they yeah. fight and whatnot. Which brings us yeah, to, cool. to Batman v Superman 2016, Dawn of Justice, three years after Man of Steel, an event many years in the making, all the way back to that god-awful I Am Legend movie where Will Smith's walking around a decimated world and there's a poster on the wall for Batman versus Superman, the movie. Because I am okay. legend was so bad. <laughs> They're just thinking, what's some funny future movie that'll right. never happen? That, that'll never happen, yeah. <laughs> called it. They called it. So, um, we've already spilled a lot of ink over Batman versus Superman, but the question is, how does it fit into Zack Snyder's entire filmography? Some of us liked it a lot. Some of us thought it was pretty good, but it had some problems. But does the, do those problems bring it down the list, or does its greatness... Bring it up the list. Mm, great question. I'll start. I got it at number three. Number three. Ooh, number three. <laughs> way, way better than Man of Steel. And I'll definitely pull it off the shelf more often than Owls mm-hmm. of Ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> Marginally more often. Is that often. how you gauge every movie? <laughs> yeah. When I watch this. Where do I rank this against <laughs> Guardians of Ghoul? <laughs> at this point, I'm imagining of, uh, like a dozen similar but... Just slightly unique <laughs> montages of Tyler, you know, getting in his robe, <laughs> going into a... He keeps his movies in a cabinet in his house. Right. He opens the cabinet. Dun dun and dun dun dun. His fingers, <laughs> it goes along. <laughs> They're moving dun dun along dun the spines, and he passes. How's <laughs> cool? He slows down, but then he's like, nah, he keeps moving. He keeps moving. <laughs> then he's like, who am I kidding? His finger goes <laughs> back. <laughs> Draws the shades, yeah. lights a candle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Those owls get to flying. Mm-hmm. Come Patrick. on, Hedwig. Where'd you put it? <clears throat> I also put it at number three. I really like the movie. Dun, 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 dun. What is that? Yeah. What is that, Liam? Yeah. That's the Terminator. That's the Terminator <laughs> song. Dun, 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 but don't know. There's too many notes there. Dun, 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 dun. I am. Um, I put it at number three as well. I really thought it Good was grief. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, we've all got the same top three. Or do we, mm. Liam? No, Josh doesn't. Street continues. Number three, BVS. Yeah. Oh. I put BBS like at number two. So which B- means you put B- it 300. above 300, right? Yeah. I did. I oh, liked it. Wow. That's crazy. 300. Really? No I mean, way. that's that's the top. I've got, I've got Watchmen and 300 really close to each yeah. other up there. But then there's a big gap down to <laughs> I agree. Batman, yeah. So let's, yeah. let's go it's around and let's recap call. our lists to everybody in the complete context. You've already started, Tyler. Yeah. So number one, and this is from best to worst, Watchmen, 300. The Bat versus Superman, Dawn of the Dead, Legends of the Guardian, colon, Owls of Ghoul, <laughs> Man of Steel, Sucker Bunch. Mine is similar at the top. 
I have Watchmen and then 300, then Batman vs. Superman, then Man of Steel, then Dawn of the Dead, then Sucker Punch, then Owls of Gahul. At the bottom, Tyler. Ooh. I have not fair. Watchmen, 300, Batman v Superman, colon, Dawn of Justice, Dawn of the Dead, Man of Steel, Sucker Punch, that owl one. Legends of the Guardians, Guardians of Gahul, Semicolon. You guys don't remember. Pure Blood Moon Blink. Easel Reed, man. He is the warrior owl. Easel Reed? Easel Reed. Hey, there's like fighting brothers. It's fantastic. Oh, boy. Cool. All right. My top seven Watchmen, just like y'all. Number two, 300, like y'all, except for Josh. Weird. Number three, BVS, colon, DOJ. <laughs> All right, number four. I think I get Sucker Punch the highest. Oh, no. Whoa. Sorry, guys. Number four. Oh, number five, Man of Steel. And then six and seven were the washes of Owls and Donald. Oh, that's good. There you go. You got Sucker Punch so high because you I haven't seen those other two. Yeah. That'll push Sucker Punch Man of Steel down. is still better than Sucker Punch. Yeah, no kidding. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Don't know. He's not, con- he's not, right. not convinced. <laughs> hey, I, I got. Uh, we do. I, I like Man of Steel. I do like it, but I like. I was like, pleasantly surprised Sucker with Sucker Punch. Punch. Did you see it? All right, well, multiple times. Well, there you go. It's more I than put, Man of Steel. I put like you guys, Watchmen at number one. I think my favorite version is the director's cut. Yeah, well. I'd say that too. The Agreed. director's cut, going on Tyler's criteria, is the one that I put in more often because you gotta <laughs> have some time and mental space to watch the ultimate cut. And let's be honest, who's gonna watch the theatrical cut anymore? No, I mean no one. Stop. That's trash. Why would you? you have Why a would better you? Cut. You hate movies if you put that thing in. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you like movies. Might as well be watching watch it on watch DVD. It. I need to borrow your Blu-ray player and a <laughs> TV. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Oh. Um, at number two, I got Batman v Superman. I can't believe how much I liked this movie. I had no aspirations to like it at all. And I got to say, Matt Hughes was one of the people who turned the tide for me and got me excited to see it. Because the whole world's going to hate this thing. Everyone told me the trailers looked awful. Yeah. I'm thinking this is going to suck. There's no way it's not going to suck, but I'll go see it anyway. Pleasantly surprised. Matt Hughes goes first. He comes back, gives it a high rating, and says, don't believe the hate. I'd and I was that. like, well, well, hey, what if it's really good? And Four and my, a half out of five. My wife, Abby, says, you know what he's doing? He's trying to trick y'all. <laughs> so you'll all go see <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> I did the first things I'm that devious that I'll go see a movie first <laughs> and then try and be mean to all of you. But he was right. Number oh, two. Ma- maybe I will in future. Underneath mm-hmm. that, I put uh, 300. Love 300. I think I liked BVS just a little bit more. Mm. Man of Bold. Steel is right after that. I love Man of Steel. And then right underneath that is Owls of Gahul because, <laughs> let's face it, they're awesome. Sucker Punch was not as good as Owls of Gahul, and Dawn of the Dead wasn't as good as any of them. But there you have the lists. Uh-huh. Those, Those are some good work. lists, everyone. Yeah. Cool. Can um, for like Zack Snyder, what would you what would you kind of compare like his influences? Because I feel like he's he's such a stylized, sensationalized director. Like he's like I compare the influences to, f- to Frank Miller graphic novels and sure. comic books because. That's what he makes and yeah. makes well. And then he tries to make a Frank Miller stylized story he wrote. And it's not good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what other input? That and a kid's book. Mm-hmm. Like That's the defense yeah. he's given right now for his uh, movie. Some uh, press was being done after the reviews of BVS. And uh, they're like, what do you think of these negative reviews? And Zack Snyder said, and I think this is pretty close to a quote, 
He said, I'm a comic book guy. I don't really know how to make a movie other than in that aesthetic and to do it 100%. And then he said, this was a quote. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Hey, go. man. That's Good so job, good. man. We can also <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. I feel um, like he's like also like kind of a... Like a Michael Bay mixed with a Tim Burton and a Tarsum Singh. What are like, you I mean, doing? you've got like these artistic guys, but he's so like flashy as well. But you can understand it. Like Michael Bay, I don't think you can understand like the mess that he tosses up there. But you put in these other influences. Well, Michael Bay is just taking the Mickey at this point. He's just like, well, oh. I'm just gonna throw crap <laughs> at a screen, and people are gonna give me billions of dollars. Yeah, but I just feel like you put all these other guys, and it's like makes it more sensitive, delicate. I just dig it. Yeah, I think. The moral, For a Hollywood of, director. the moral of today's episode is that we like Zack Snyder. We do. So you yes. watch his movies. Tyler, you want us to have a, us all say you hate movies together? Thanks for listening to You Hate Movies. This concludes our three-week rant on how much we love Zack Snyder. Do you feel like we've lost our minds at this point or are you starting to come around to our point of view now's your chance to air your grievances or finally make sense of the world and agree with everything that we've said you can leave a comment on this episode at youhatemovies.com or bother us on social media twitter and instagram at youhatemovies and facebook.com slash youhatemovies